1: Welcome to Foundation Radio. My name is Adam Bernard, and thank you so much again for joining me. It's kind of incredible that this, this is episode 99 of this podcast. It's unbelievable. When I first started doing this podcast in 2019, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. Did I want to bullshit with my buddies for an hour or so? Did I want to do interviews? I had Genuinely, I had no idea what I was going to talk about. Once COVID hit, it altered the entire trajectory of the show and its output and became more about a place for great stories, cool personalities, and engaging dialogue. 2023, I'd say, has been the most successful year for me from a professional standpoint. An incredibly remarkable year on so many points. It's been the pleasure of my life to create this world with you, and it feels like I'm just getting started. I never intended for this podcast to have so much emphasis on pro wrestling. I tell everyone in my life, there's three things I've been consistently focused on in my life. Photography, writing, and professional wrestling. Okay, fair. To be fair, it's probably five. I love political science and history, but ultimately, I never had an interest in almost anything else. I knew early on I never had the chops to make it in the wrestling business, but I sure love to talk about it. I set a few goals for myself last year, growing my YouTube channel, or at least starting to make a better attempt at using it, learning how to make reels, and attending a pro wrestling event as credentialed media. And This past August, I made that dream a reality when I was able to attend WWE SummerSlam in Detroit, Michigan. The experience was unlike anything I'd ever been involved in. It was fast and wild and something beyond my expectations. I made it to the dance, and I was going to make the best out of it that I could. Detroit is such a cool place. Not in any way what I'd been led to believe was out there. And There were so many incredible moments, so many meeting new folks as well as friends I'd only ever seen on a computer screen or talked to on Twitter. But I will say that almost after two full days of working at a mom's spaghetti with Haley Miller, Muscleman Malcolm... And Sir Wilkins, I don't think I'm ever going to eat spaghetti and meatballs again, at least until the next century. I initially had posted these videos of the interviews on the YouTube page, and I realized I had never gone back to post the audio on the feed here. And I wanted to correct that as we began 2024 and also give notes as I listened back to them. Now, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be down in Tampa, Florida, covering the Royal Rumble as credential media again for Foundation Radio. So I want to give you a little bit of taste of what was coming up, and hopefully we'll have some more interviews, more conversations, and maybe I'll be even at the post-event scrum this time. Well, a post media conference, and I'm not supposed to call it a scrum. Sorry, Hunter. But the first clip I wanted to play for you here was my conversation with Baron Corbin, so check it out. Welcome to Foundation Radio. I'm here with Baron Corbin, NXT superstar. How are you, sir? It's great to see uh, you. I'm great. I'm living the dream. You are a lot taller than I thought you were. Uh, a f- uh, mutual friend of ours, Cameron Taylor, oh, yes. mentioned that you were a big guy, but I didn't realize, obviously, how tall. Um, but I want to talk to you about Westchester. Uh, we definitely didn't cross paths when no. I lived there. What's your favorite place to go to when you're back
2: in Westchester? Westchester. Oh man, Market Street, you yep. get the breakfast with the—I I always call it the wrong name—but it's got the pancake uh, with the bacon inside and the chip beef on top. Oh, oh yeah, you're talking about
1: the Market Street Grill right there on the corner. Oh, oh, yeah, God, yeah, that's the best. So, uh, yeah, I, like I said, I frequented Jitters a lot, and then oh, I saw yeah. the pictures of you and Dunn and I was like, oh, how did this not happen? So, and if you can see on my bag right there, I got that PA uh, symbol yeah. right there on the side. Yeah, there it is right there. Yeah, right oh, there. I love it, that elsewhere style. So tell me about uh, going back to NXT and reinventing yourself. How much fun has that been for you to sort of t- take a step back and start over again?
2: It's awesome because I-, I think for me the greatest thing is Sean's given me the reins. You know, They're letting me really tailor everything to what I wanted to do and what I want to be and how I want to present myself. And I think it's coming across already very authentic. And I think uh, you know the show in Austin, the-, the crowd was there. They cheered. It was a... Second time in my life I've gotten that kind of, you know, reaction. So uh, it, it was cool. So it makes me think something's working. And getting to do that and step away. Main roster, Raw, SmackDown, they've had me for eight years straight. I've had no breaks. Um, from television, I haven't been injured, thank goodness, but I've always been a constant, you know, whether it was Lone Wolf to Constable to the GM stuff to the King to Broke. It's been going, going, going on TV. So I think not only is it a great break for me to get down in NXT and work with guys and, and reinvent myself and tailor uh, who I am in the ring and out of the ring, I think it's great for our audience too like just take a breath from me for a minute. It's good to, to get that break. And then, you know, when I go back, they'll be excited.
1: Does it get tiring when you get booed in public so much? Because I see the way your heel work is absolutely incredible. Um, and does it get tiring when you get that kind of response? Or is it any, any responses, good responses?
2: No, I think for me, I mean, if that's the targeted goal, that's what I want. So if, um, you know, I'm walking through airports, walking in buildings, and they do, they boo all the time. And uh, you just, it's just something you get used to. And, and I think that it tells me I'm doing a good job. So it's basically when I get those boos, it's a pat on the back. So it never really bothers me.
1: Baron Corbin, thank you so much for your time. I'll tell Cam. Kim- Baron Corbin really is one of the coolest dudes I've ever had the pleasure of meeting in this wrestling media space. The fact that we shared this link in Westchester, something I had no idea was a thing. I swear I didn't know until I was sitting front row at SmackDown in Philadelphia after Goldberg gave my son James those front row tickets and I saw this PA tattoo on his right inside of his bicep there. Uh, Corbin's time in NXT since this conversation has been extraordinary and has genuinely put a fresh coat of paint onto him as a performer. He's had two incredible programs most recently as of this airing for the NXT Championship with a banger of a match against Ilya Dragunov at NXT Deadline. I'm incredibly excited to see his trajectory continue in NXT, and hopefully he'll be back to the main roster soon. This was a wildly popular conversation when I released it, and it got the attention of the good folks at Market Street Grill. And I want to give a shout-out to Christian Greco and the rest of the team over there, I reached out to Corbin after all of this went down over the internet, and the two of us, plus our mutual friend Cameron Taylor, are going to head over to that location when he comes back through town and uh, when Mania comes through. Bruno Burritos for everybody, trust me. This next clip is with the Alpha Academy, Otis and Chad Gable. This was such a fun chat, much longer than it was supposed to go. Seriously, I'm sorry. It wasn't purposeful, I promise. Thanks for coming back to Foundation Radio. My name is Adam Bernard, and I'm here with the Alpha Academy, Chad Gable, and Otis. Otis, uh, I'm not sure where we're are we. are past that. We're past, past that. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say, is there any any additional modeling coming down your way? Because I was hoping for a Sports Illustrated, you know, swimsuit
0: cover this year. I don't know what the world's sure. waiting for that, my good sir. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's just you know, that's where the French say Otis, so I think Otis. So she still calls me at the Alpha Queen, but yeah, it's, oh, I believe it's always the Otis. I love how
1: how much you guys are getting over with the crowd, and it felt really organic. Tell me about how, that process with you. Was it exciting? Was it was an it amazing? Man. he is. <laughs> look at this. This is. I mean, he, he looks organic. Even touch. Look at this. Not this not this is this material, is an impressive shoot layer. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Uh, you said it perfectly because like something happening organically like this, like us turning, you know, babyface, if you will. Um, is the best way that things happen in our business. Because when we try to force things too much, you know, the crowd sniffs that out. Our crowd is very intelligent these days. They're smart. And so they get that. So the fact that we just kind of got these little 30-second segments and 45-second segments and stuff with Maxine and the Viking Raiders, and it just happened, man. And it was like, oh, it feels so good when it just happens like that, as
1: opposed to, like, trying to force it down people's throats. So It's been really amazing to watch The Ascent for you guys as well. Uh, tell me a little bit more about your win over Gunther, the ring general, the intercontinental champion. Uh, How exciting was that for you to have that win? And then what's I would imagine is going to be the next step for you after this?
3: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I don't think too many people expected to hear and your winner, Chad Gable, when that match got started. Um, But it happened, and um, I've been waiting for this for a long time. Uh, Just full transparency, I've been asking for a chance to prove myself as a singles guy for a long time. I felt like I've been ready. Um, And if this is my chance, you trust me. I'm not going to squander it. Uh, I'm going to make the most of it. Uh, And I try to do that with everything, you know, whether it's like they tell you you got a five minute match with Gunther. Well, that seems short to a lot of people, but we can make that the best thing on the show if we want to. Not only that, but it kind of parlayed into the next match because he restarted it. So we ended up wrestling for like 13, 14 minutes on TV, you know. So it's like people got a little taste and maybe a little bit of a restrained version of what we would do on a pay per view or something and uh if that's the beginning uh just imagine what's to come man i can't wait i'm uh, excited
1: i'm excited for you i feel like it's long overdue for you i've been a fan of yours for a long Thank time you. and i really i love your work Thank you. uh otis i gotta ask you as well i feel like you're overdue for a single title as, as well when are you going to crush
0: austin theory's head like a like a grapefruit when is that going to happen <laughs> Austin Theory is a stud i will admit that i mean uh, yes he is yes he to is, be fair uh, what he calls himself a racket in the industry um but to crush his head, I mean, man, it would be great. You know, he does have that weird, he does have that khaki kind of smile. You know, he's got the, you know, he's got the bod. You know, but I got the bod as well, baby. So uh, <laughs> true, true. if he wants to do anything higher risk or do that little drop kick through the second rope. He's gonna run into a damn brick wall, baby. So that you, that title should be around this goofy waist, yeah, baby.
1: I, uh, I am very excited for this. I have to ask. I'm a fan of the worm. Um, I was a worm partaker. Uh, caterpillar. Yes. I'm a caterpillar. Scotty, Scotty's gonna get mad. Oh, i sorry, Scotty. I apologize. Fan of the caterpillar. I'm um, a caterpillar connoisseur myself. Did you ever get worried about not performing it
0: correctly in the ring? You ever worry about smacking your face? Because oh, I've been in oh, positions. Oh, many a times. Yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Um, it's just something where it's, it's a risk. Uh, I think probably the worst one would be in uh, Saudi Arabia we had a 50 man battle royal. And it, you can add to the heat and I was told through the notes there has to be a caterpillar in this match. But the, the, the best part was it was after 20 guys have been eliminated and it's already sweat, I had no grip, it was basically me just humping the floor and I, and I had no momentum and I went to get up and my boot just slid and I basically did this weird kneeling headbutt on my own partner because oh, Tucker was like slipped as well. So he was probably at yeah, that one. And I forgot what, I think it was Crown Jewel or something. Yeah, it was Carnage, brother. I was going to say, I'm glad you mentioned Tucker
1: because Tucky has become a catchphrase in our house, in my home. The kids love it as well as tomato chips. Yeah. And Shush <laughs> is a big one as well, well at definitely. the house as well. Um, again, organically, did that just, you found just, where was the genesis of the Shush movement? And yeah, the, the, the phrase itself? I, I think I talked about
3: this somewhere yesterday as well, mm-hmm. but it was like, uh, I had finally hit a point in my career where, and, and uh, full transparency again, like I up to a certain point, was not quite walking on eggshells, but I was being very reserved. I was like, man, I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to just have some matches once in a while and perform, do my job. But then I was like, you know what? Screw this. Like, it's not working. I'm not connecting with people, and I'm not one to just sit here and be happy just being here. So I said, let's just start doing the stuff I like and stuff that I enjoy. I mean, the shoosh, I... I stole from Pauly Shore, from Encino, man. Okay, so like, but it's like my favorite stuff of all time. So I'm like, I'm going to do that on TV. And I don't care. (laughs) Like, I'm finally getting a chance to talk. I'm going to do it. And then, like, lo and behold, the one thing that I enjoy and that I loved my whole life is what everybody found and connected with. And so it's just crazy how that stuff happens, man. And then the thank you was the same thing. I don't even remember where I took that from the way I said it. But, like, the first time I did it, I just looked around and people were like, that's it. Like that's how simple it is. I've been trying so hard for so long to rack my brain and come up with crap and all
0: I had to do was just be an idiot once in a while. And, and the hard thing to get used to now is a shush from a crowd may sound like a boo. So I remember in France we had a show and music hits and I'm like, wow, I think we got I think we're back to the old us here. I thought we were going to be welcome, here.
3: It's, it's funny because
0: it's a curse and a
3: blessing, like both of those, the shoosh and the thank you. If you want the crowd to do it with you, like thank you ends up sounding like a boo, and the shoosh uh, yeah, sounds like a boo. Like a boo. So yeah. you do it, and you're like, oh, crap. What you're did you're I do?
1: standing there like I'm not.
3: How do I respond just, just to this? Oh, yeah,
0: and do it, baby. If they boo or cheer.
3: Sounds as like as they're
1: making noise. That's right. I have one final question for you guys. I appreciate your time. Uh, I'm from Philadelphia, and WrestleMania 40 is right around the corner. You're going to be in Philadelphia. Yeah. Do you guys have a spot you frequent in Philadelphia cheesesteak wise? Is that is that on your menu with the organic? I mean, I can take yeah, you to some places yeah, if you want. I would
3: love you to do that. Um, yeah. I'm not I'm not as big of a foodie as everyone else, but I'm open to cheesesteaks in Philly. Philly's got a special place in our heart. Um, we frequent uh, Iron Sport Gym in Philly, hardcore powerlifting gym with our man Steve over there. Uh, welcomes us every time. Got some gnarly workouts in. Awesome. But Philadelphia, if you got any coffee recommendations, because last time. The coffee shop we stopped at does not get the Academy
1: approval. So there's a great spot. Uh, there's a bunch of them that's called Federal Donuts. They have great coffee, and they have chickens, fried chicken sandwiches. So when you guys come through, uh, Dumbo, I'll, I'll let you know. Right? Chicken that's what I'm saying. No, right? We're so what about, what about you? What's your, what's your favorite cheesesteak joint out there in
0: Philadelphia? I can't remember. It was I went with Tucky, surprisingly. And I forgot the name of it, but the line was so massive. And I remember everyone turning around going, because, again, one lady goes, who's that Who's that big boy? Because when you have Tucker with his hair down, right. with his guns out, he's getting the ladies' attention. <laughs> so, you know, he's over there just shaking his hair, just like in the wind. And then they all just let us cut through. I said, no, 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 it's okay. And then all of a sudden they're buying our cheese sticks. I don't That's know amazing. what spot it was, but it was, I love the people there, man. It's out, man. Yeah. It's
1: an amazing time. Chad Gable, Otis, thank you guys so much for your time. Yeah, I really
4: appreciate it. Am.
1: I've long maintained that Chad Gable is, pound for pound, one of the be- greatest performers in professional wrestling today. It's long overdue to see him with a singles gold wrapped around his waist, and even after his losing efforts to Gunter after our conversation, I still absolutely see him finally stripping Gunter of that Intercontinental Championship. Maybe at the Royal Rumble in two weeks, who knows? I think it's also time to see Otis get a shot at the singles title soon. I think he'd be a wildly successful United States champion, but all things considered, I really think we got to get that belt off of Logan Paul and onto LA Knight first. I'm sure you can sense the theme, too, with the food questions I went with. The team at Iron Sport Gym had a great laugh with me about the cheesesteak answer. Go figure I asked the most physically fit man in the entire area about junk food. But the good news is that I'm hoping to connect with them to show them around the glory and the magic that is federal donuts when they're here in April. Seriously, if you've never been there and you're coming to Philadelphia for WrestleMania, you need to go out of your way to try it. Donuts, coffee, and fried chicken. It doesn't sound like they could all go together, but trust me when I tell you, it is absolute magic we're going to take a quick break here we're going to do a read from our ad sponsors and we're going to come right back foundation radio is brought to you by the 10th ward barbershop a full-service barbershop offering high quality haircuts beard trims and hot shaves 10th Ward Barbershop proudly serves the historic Lawrenceville 10th Ward and surrounding Pittsburgh areas I frequent 10th Ward Barbershop when I swing through the area and I love Ryan Kane's laser sharp precision on both my hair and my beard but you don't have to take my word for it WWE superstars Finn Balor and Corey Graves frequent 10th Ward Barbershop for their hair and beard needs the team at 10th Ward accepts walk-ins but schedules fill up quickly so the best way to see them is to make an appointment at 10thwardbarbershop.com that's 10th Ward Barbershop.com. Make sure while you're there you stop and pick up some Silk Panther hair products in shop or online. Schedule your appointment today to see Kane, Jordan, and the rest of the team at 10th Ward Barbershop. We thank them as always for sponsoring the program. Welcome back to Foundation Radio. My name is Adam Bernard, and thank you for sticking with me so far in my review of WWE SummerSlam 2023 and my forgotten audio uploads. Again, I apologize. It wasn't purposeful. Next up is my chat with Shayna Baszler, who is getting ready to walk into an MMA-style match with Ronda Rousey. Now, despite the photo I shared of this video clip, Shayna did not actually want to kick my ass. I think. I think. Peace World, welcome back to Foundation Radio. I am here with the woman who is going to beat Ronda Rousey in the MMA Rules fighting match, Shayna Baszler. How are you?
4: I'm doing okay.
1: Good. That's a good thing. Now, I know there's been a long time coming between you and Ronda. There's a lot of pent-up frustration. Uh, What is a win going to mean for you against Ronda Rousey?
4: I mean, Ronda Rousey is one of the greatest fighters, male or female, to ever live, right? So I beat Ronda in a fight. That's, that's a whole different trajectory for me in my career. I think everybody's heads have to turn my way. I think if you didn't know who I was, you know who I am now. Um, I, I look at it as like a new beginning for me. So,
1: I mean, and you put in a lot of time here in WWE, and, and, and I've watched your career, and you're, you're one of the most dangerous women in the company right now. Is it safe to say that Ronda should be afraid of you going into this match versus the other way around?
4: I have a lot going for me into this match. Um, MMA rules. Uh, We don't exactly know what those rules are, but Rhonda's used to one set of MMA rules, unified rule set. I come from a time where MMA rules meant I show up at the event and we decide. Like, hey, man, you want uh, elbows? Uh, No? Okay, cool. You want soccer kicks to the head? Yeah, good. Awesome. Leg locks? Cool. And we decided the rules then. So I think us knowing it's MMA rules but not knowing exactly what those rules are benefits me. Um, she might think, you know, MMA, it benefits her. I think uh, I know, like I said, and this is true, I was her sparring partner in every single fight camp of hers. She was not my sparring partner in my fight camps. So I think I know her. I know the, the bottoms of her skill set more than she knows mine. Um, yeah, I, 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 think, I think she will underestimate me.
1: Is it frustrating to feel as though you've been boxed in under her shadow for so long? Is that does that has to get to a frustrating point at some at some point, right?
4: Yeah, I mean, I intentionally left MMA to do pro wrestling and worked here. I I, I sent emails and tape and got a tryout and went to Japan and lived and trained and, um, you know, I I I did all that without her. And uh, I did all my NXT run that everyone loves so much uh, without her. And so it's frustrating to hear things like, you're all, the only people who watch you because you're friends with Rhonda. You wouldn't be signed if it wasn't for the only reason you're there is because of Rhonda. Like, I'm, I'm here because of me. And uh, that's kind of what it came down to was, you know, no one's going to beat us for a while. And I knew that. And it was just like, am, am I going to be the sidekick for a good chunk of the rest of my career, or am I ready to step out?
1: I want to pivot real fast, because I know we have a limited amount of time, but I understand that you were an EMT. I was a firefighter for a long time. Um, did you have any
4: crazy calls that you can talk about anything wild in your EMT career that you
1: can <laughs> discuss? Because I know it's like, when you're in that field, it gets wild.
4: Yeah, so uh, I was only an EMT for like three months, because I was actually trying to get on the fire department. Oh, okay. And so you have to be an EMT to get on fire, or at least certified, Uh And then I decided, I went through the whole firefighter thing, and then I was like, all right, one more chance at this MMA thing because they had the ultimate fighter. Like, I knew I could do this so I can come back to it and just went in a different direction. But um, so actually in the ER, one of the craziest things I saw was uh, there was a, I'm from South Dakota, and there was a rodeo, and they brought in a cowboy, and he got trampled by a bull. And uh, we had to work on him and you know like as an emt i don't do a lot it's just my job to keep people alive long enough to get them to the real people that can (laughs) really do the work uh but it was i just remember like the it was the first time this guy no matter how we moved him he was in pain i mean obviously his ribs are broke and he's trampled by a bull Um, and trying to get him to a position to where he could lay down for the x-ray machine and just that was probably the craziest thing it was a lot of like yes ma'am please take some nyquil and go home you know (laughs) that type of stuff
1: i smell carbon monoxide calls
4: yeah yeah um a lot of that stuff but there was there was i think my craziest stuff honestly was not on the ambulance it was when i did my er shifts
1: that's a, that's crazy. I uh, I can't say anything like that, but I understand that that sentiment where it's like I'm just here to cut you out of the car. They're gonna take care of you, yeah. and then we'll get you to the it's hospital. Here's right?
4: Away. In, stay alive.
1: Please we'll don't. Get you there, yeah. Please don't die. I can't handle this right now. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I overheard you talking about Dragon Ball Z. I know you're a big, you know, you're big into video games as well. My oldest son is really he's tar- started transitioning from Pokemon into Dragon Ball Z. As a dad, where can I start?
4: Where do I start if I really Oh man.
1: <laughs> I'm struggling. I, I want to be with him.
4: Question. Yeah. I think like what got me into it, so I guess I'm just gonna say it, and it's older, but the Frieza saga um, is a good place to start, and then kind of just go from there. There's a it's Dragon Ball Z is so vast, right? Um, so there's different branches you can go off uh, depending on what he likes, but that's what got me into it. So. That's
1: awesome. So the, the Frieza series, just call it.
4: Frieza saga, yeah, Frieza the saga. whole thing with Frieza, yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, I appreciate your time, Shayna Baszler, Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate thank it. You- Shayna was amazing for taking the time to talk with me. I was disappointed that the MMA match that she did with Ronda got the reaction from the crowd that it did. I think they both went out there and did the best that they could with what they had. I think after that, having that match after the Slim Jim Battle Royal may not have been the best placement for it, seeing as the big win for LA Knight overshadowed pretty much anything else that could have happened after. I've long maintained, just like Chad Gable, that Shayna Baszler is one of my favorite pro wrestlers right now. But she's also one of she also is my favorite women's wrestling performer at the moment. She's got the presence, she's got mic skills, she's got in ring -ring ability. How she hasn't held the women's championship is a disgrace and seriously disappointing. There's a large target on Rhea Ripley's back heading into the Royal Rumble and into Mania season, and with Jade Cargill appearing to be groomed to dethrone Rhea, which, to be fair, would be amazing. With the right program and packaging, I could see Shayna Baszler being the one to give Jade her first serious opponent in WWE in a post-Ria space. Let's hope that 2024 is the year of crowning Shayna Baszler with that WWE Women's Championship. Last clip I'm going to play for you from this media event is with the legendary Bill Apter. I didn't know that I was going to sit next to him through the entire show up in the press box here I am sitting next to Me wrestling royalty and listening to his analysis and his input and his advice throughout the event. And while we were sitting there before SummerSlam got started, I had asked him to come on the show, this show actually, and after some thought I went, well, you know, there's no time like the present. Bill After. Yes, sir. I get to do my first show. Oh, let's do it, right? Here. I get to do my first wrestling show, yes. wrestling media show, with the legendary... Bill the right here. Right, Bill Abner reporting, point. yes. It's unbelievable. So tell me about your show. Well, it's called Foundation Radio. We interview a lot of fun people, politics, music, wrestling, but you tell me more about you. Well, what do you wanna know? I wanna know anything, man. What's, what's your best advice? For someone like me, just getting started. Be nice to everybody. I love it. Introduce yourself to everybody, including of people in lower jobs, higher jobs, everything. That's, the best, that's the best advice. And
3: that's
2: don't right. knock people. Right. If you're, an, if you're a podcaster or an internet person, the worst thing you can do is knock people. Okay. Because wrestlers and people uh, look at it, they don't want to hear you anymore. That's right. right? And that's it, that's, that's advice up. from wonderful Willie. Bill, after and don't forget to follow me. That's right, right um, here. Russell right Binge on Sports SportsPedia.
1: Get it right there. Here we go. Here we go. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. Follow Bill, right there, y'all. Right. Look at this. Look at this handsome fellow in the back. Here. Look All at that. Right. Yes, look at that. What's look familiar? That. Look, look, at, look, look at that. Look at that. It's see like a double team. at The matches tonight. Thanks, Bill. I genuinely cannot believe sometimes that I've been able to accomplish as much as I have this year. Twenty twenty three was for all intents and purposes, the most successful creative year I've had since I began this podcasting journey in 2019. For all the setbacks, all the cancellations, all the declinations, I still made it to the dance, I never gave up on myself, and I still continue to make moves. I've accomplished so much, and really, it feels like it's just begun. I wanted to take this moment to thank some folks who've been with me since I started this journey. Duke from Duke Loves Wrestling, Alfred Kanoa also Alfred thank you so much for including the clip of the show we did with Sir Wilkins and your CM Punk documentary that was super dope loud pop in my household for that so thank you sir Sir Wilkins from the Jobber Tears podcast Marie Shadows Lavelle Porter the Public Enemies podcast which by the way Complex still owes us a credit gentlemen for that ether beat over the Cat Williams video but that's a whole nother show for another day they will be on to talk about it soon. John Alba, Conrad Thompson, and Cameron Hawkins. Thank you for supporting me in every step of the way through this journey and being a part of it with me. There's so many people that I can thank here, and I just can't, I don't have the time to name everyone, but I want to thank you all because, honestly, I feel like it's so hollow when I say that. It just doesn't feel like enough. But from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your support and your guidance and your wisdom as I get through this. I want to thank some new friends that I met along the way this year. Haley Miller. Muscle Man Malcolm, Liam Crowley, Adrian Hernandez, Stephanie Hypes, Joey Carney, Cian Dole, Brian H. Waters, Suplex, Mini Portable, Young Nate, Rich Dreams, Andreas Hale, just to name a handful of people. I also have to thank the Blue Mini for allowing me to co-host our incredible show together. Mind of the Mini, go and check that out after you listen to this show if you haven't done so already. It's amazing. We have a lot of great episodes. I also want to thank everybody who works behind the scenes on this show. Sam Kreps, Carl Pinnell the guys from Dumb Ugly, Enrichment, Dylan Ettinger, Chris Ventura, Brendan Menapace All of you guys make this possible. So thank you. 2024 is gonna bring some changes to Foundation Radio too. I never pictured myself doing just wrestling, and I've heard your feedback on what you want to hear from me when I do this. I'm expanding out from pro wrestling. I'm gonna dive into music politics and commentary for whatever reason from the onset of the show i decided i wasn't going to do any commentary but the results of your listenerships from those commentary episodes and specifically the one i did on gun control proved you were ready to hear what i had to say so i'm really excited to lean into the commentary space this year and genuinely i hope you stick around for the ride next week is our 100th episode And we're going to do our old favorite, the old tried and true, Sam watches bad wrestling poorly. Sam Kreps is going to join me for another fantastic edition of that segment. However, it's going to be a little spin. We're going to do Sam watches good wrestling poorly. And we're going to watch one of the two cinematic matches from WrestleMania 36. It's going to be John Cena versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, a match that's still very controversial But what I think is one of the best pieces of wrestling media that's ever been produced. And I'm excited to show Sam this match for the first time. So I hope you come back next week. We got a lot of exciting guests coming up, including Andreas Hale, which is going to be here. And he's going to be here in two weeks. And then you're going to hear all of my exciting uh, news coverage and commentary from the 2024 Royal Rumble live and in person, live and direct from Tampa, Florida. I'm very excited to bring that to you. Don't forget to leave a five star review wherever you listen to this. Like and comment and subscribe on my YouTube page. I'm really trying hard to grow that this year. Let's break 100 subscribers before the end of the quarter. And let me know how I'm doing. If you like what I'm doing, if you have any feedback, let me know. If there's anybody you want to hear on the show, shout me out, tweet me, follow me at This Is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It is a brand pal. I am Adam Bernard. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week for episode 100. Peace.
4: What?
1: foundation radio is hosted recorded and produced by me adam barnard additional narration and production is provided by the executive voice sam Krebs. our mixing and engineering was done by carl pinnell our intro and outro music is performed by dumb ugly additional musical accompaniment is produced by enrichment our cover art photography was done by dylan edinger this episode's artwork was created by chris ventura Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at This Is Goober and follow the show on Twitter at FND Radio Pod. Find our entire show archive at foundationradio.net. This has been a Butts Carlton Media production, Butts Carlton proprietor.
4: That doesn't work for me, brother. Peace, girl!